0: Stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob breakenridge weekdays twelve thirty to three
1: seven seventy CHQR. Well, as they say, desperate times call for desperate measures, and certainly the uh, oil price differential has created some desperate times. The idea of a government mandated oil production cut does seem like a very drastic interventionist kind of government approach, now, given the circumstances we're dealing with. Maybe it's one that makes sense. Now, at least that's how our next guest sees it. UCP leader Jason Kenny, leader of the official opposition, uh, coming up today uh, in support of the idea of a mandated across-the-board production cut, and he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Mister Kenny, good to have you with us. Welcome to the program.
0: Good to be back, Rob.
1: Well, you know, as I say, it is drastic, it is interventionist, but why have you decided to, to embrace this idea?
0: Rob, uh, I've been listening to people in our energy sector, including some of the most free market uh, people that I know, and they are telling me that uh, we are facing an economic emergency in this province. Today we are selling Alberta oil at its lowest level in history adjusted for inflation Uh, we're trading west canadian select oil is trading for less than twelve dollars a barrel Uh, our companies are literally losing money uh they're paying shippers to take oil off their hands it's costing them no more to extract and ship oil than they're getting back our our energy companies almost all of them are in a a negative cash flow position they cannot raise equity uh, they if something does not change in a hurry they 're going to have to slash their capital spending budgets, which will massively affect the upcoming drilling season, which will uh, which will in turn uh, put ser- service companies out of business i 'm hearing people estimating um, something like twenty thousand job losses if this carries on on top of the one hundred and eighty thousand Albertans currently out of work Rob, this was not. This situation was not created by bad business practices. It was created by bad government policy. Trudeau's veto of Northern Gateway, killing Energy East, surrender to Obama's veto on, uh, trans, on um, Keystone, bungling Trans Mountain. So g- given that government's created this, this disaster, I believe that limited short-term government intervention is, is not only justified but necessary to prevent massive job losses in the, in the months to come.
1: All right, so how much of a cut, and for how long?
0: We're proposing a mandated reduction of about 10% of Alberta oil production, uh, which would be 400,000 barrels. We would recommend that the government puts a one-year sunset clause on this regulation and monitor the situation closely. The experts in the industry believe that uh, doing this right now would result in an immediate increase in the price for Alberta oil, and within a, within several weeks by within about two months um we would cut in half the huge glut in alberta oil inventories which would rebalance the market so that uh, we're not uh, producing hundreds of thousands of barrels more than we can ship right now rob we are sitting on 35 million barrels of alberta oil in storage every storage container is filled to the brim. There's nothing more that can be stored. And and this glut is what's driving the price down to historic lows. We have a $40 price differential versus Texas oil now. For most of the past couple of years, the differential's been a problem, but more in the range of $20 a barrel. So we believe that if this were done, the expert advice is that we'd be resetting the price back from um, the current $40 differential to a $20 differential, at least the companies would then have some positive cash flow to prevent massive job layoffs and to invest in things like drilling activity and capital spending.
1: Now, there are some larger companies who are not exposed or as exposed to the differential. There are some smaller companies who worry about how this could impact them. Not, Not everybody in the industry is on board with the idea.
0: Well, I think the vast majority of, of producers are. Um, we, we, in terms of the smaller producers, we are proposing an exemption for those who produce less than 25,000 barrels per day because uh, they would be disproportionately affected by a production cut. Um, and it's true that there are three large integrated companies um, who are profiting handsomely right now because cheap, you know they're basically getting Alberta oil for next to nothing, and and in some cases able to send that down to u.s. refineries and and turn that into a huge profit but what the and, and you know i respect that they're just they're just operating according to market logic hey I, I don't blame them but but the problem is this rob the asset doesn't belong to them it's not their oil we just give them a license to extract it the oil belongs to albertans and implicit in uh, giving a company the right to d- develop our energy is that Albertans will get something for it, and right now we're getting basically zero royalty dollars. We're tra- w- what this is right now, at twelve dollar uh, uh, Alberta oil and a forty dollar differential. This is essentially a massive transfer of billions of dollars of wealth from Alberta taxpayers, largely to the owners of U.S. refineries. Now, Rob, I'm hardly a socialist. Okay, I'm a free market guy. I think government intervention should be only a last and limited resort. But here's my concern. If there is not short-term intervention to, to um, correct this, this extreme price differential, we're going to be seeing massive job layoffs, companies going under, Ultimately, less competition, which I don't think is good from a free market perspective, and Albertans becoming uh, much poorer. This, this could cost us 5 to $7 billion in foregone Alberta government revenue if it continues for a year. That's added on top of an $8 billion deficit. And I don't want to be a potentially a premier next year who ends up taking ownership of a $15 billion deficit.
1: Well, the premier today had apparently said that uh, there's a decision coming next week on the question of cutting oil production, didn't close the door on on this idea. There was a story in the Globe and Mail this morning that suggested the Alberta government was maybe looking at incentives uh, or tax credits, royalty credits to companies who do this voluntarily. What's your sense of where the government's at? And I guess this is an idea that you would certainly be happy to, to them embrace it.
0: Well, I I don't know where the government's at. I wrote to the premier ten ten days ago offering to put aside partisan politics and to work with them constructively to find solutions uh, that um, uh, are best for the vital economic interests of Albertans. I think Albertans expect us to put the province jobs and the economy ahead of politics. Um, And that's why yesterday I... um, met over the phone with the Premier's so-called envoys, uh, her former chief of staff, Brian Topp, and a couple of public servants, to share with them our ideas. I, have, I don't know where they go, what uh, they're going to recommend. I guess so they're going to be making recommendations to the Premier at the end of this week. Uh, but we are reaching out an, a hand in cooperation uh, to the government. Uh, for example, in order to bring in this modest and short-term reduction in output, to bring our market back to balance and stop the, the fire sale on our oil, we need to make at least one small change to amendment to Alberta law. Um, and and we've, we'd be happy to extend the current setting of the legislature and to work with the government to make that happen. Uh, in terms of incentives with royalties, I, I've kicked that around with some of the um, leaders in the uh, oil patch. And they tell me, well, first of all, they're not paying any royalties, so there's no, they would not be incentivized by a reduction in royalties because right now they're, the, the price is so low there are effectively no royalty payments going on. Secondly, it would, they believe it would take months to develop and implement a program like that, and we don't have months to wait. If we wait for months before we look for a policy solution here, there's going to be potentially thousands of job losses and, uh, and, and a number of, major, uh, of significant Alberta employers going out of business.
1: Uh, and, and just quickly, because I know you've got to run here, but uh, your reaction to the announcement today about uh, the province purchasing rail cars?
0: Well, I, I haven't seen the details. I, I'm, um, you know, I'll keep an open mind. But I have to tell you, in all the meetings I've had with leaders in our uh, oil patch, not one of them has said they need the government of Alberta to buy rail cars. Uh, they've, the, the vast majority have said they need a, a mandated reduction in, in output right now, um, so that the so that we reduce the huge glut in Alberta oil inventories, and increase the price so they start getting some cash so they can survive for the next few months. That's their focus. Um, they mo- they mainly, the energy uh, employers tell me that many of them have already signed contracts for additional uh, rail uh, shipment, and they're expecting, without government intervention, an additional 200,000 barrels per day to be moved by rail by the end of next year. And they're also hoping that... Uh, Enbridge's uh, uh, Line 3 replacement will be operational by about this time next year. Those two things together, more rail and Line 3, would add about half a million barrels per day of shipment, which underscores my point, Rob, which is right now we're facing a, a short-term crisis. We need to focus on that. Um, the, the, the issue about you know a couple hundred more rail cars a year from now, uh, for some employers and some Albertans, that would be too late if we don't take action immediately.
1: All right. Jason Kenny. thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Jason Kenney, uh, leader of the uh, UCP, official opposition leader. So uh, calling on the federal government, or the provincial government, rather, to legislate a mandated 10% across-the-board production cut.
0: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230
1: on News Talk
0: 770 Calgary.